0: Thank you for stopping by again. Here we go. Uh, this is amazing. Listen, tonight's guest, uh, this is one, so I think you're coming off, if you're listening to this in order, uh, I appreciate it. And uh, if you're not, then this might come at you at, at kind of a crazy angle. You're coming off a Dylan Owen interview uh, into a Jeremy Driesen interview. I kind of stacked uh, these two artistic types for no particular reason, but I kind of liked... Uh, this intermission of creativity, if you will. Uh, Jeremy Driesen is, is a phenomenally talented individual. Uh, he, he is the, uh, the the author and the creative mind behind uh, the book called Vineyard Noir. Uh, so now I know I'm, I'm speaking to a very uh, niche, a very small market at this point. Um, now, bear with me here. I'll walk you through this. Uh, Martha's Vineyard is a small island off the coast of Cape Cod. Um, you know, if you're not familiar with it, I suggest you go there. It's amazing. I'm a massive fan of it. I think it's just a cool detachment from reality. It's a cool place to kind of, uh, you know, kick your shoes off, enjoy the beach life, really just kind of, uh, resonate with this really cool subculture that exists out there. Uh, you know, with these Islanders and and things that are amazing. And I hope to be one someday because I think, uh, there's a lot to offer out there. So I was in a, I was in a bar one night and we go through the story in, uh, you know, in the interview, but I think it's kind of cool to kind of take a deeper dive. Um, we go through the story, in the interview, I, I'm at a bar called the Ritz and uh, which I know is Jeremy's one of favorite place, one of his favorite places. And, uh, he tells us multiple times, to- multiple times, I think twice that he's a block and a half from the Ritz. And, uh, which is gonna be amazing when I see him hopefully in September, you know, barring any kind of catastrophic, uh, resurgence of the current situation, uh, with coronavirus and things like that. But, I'm sitting there by myself, uh, you know, having a shot and a beer, kind of hanging out. And uh, the Ritz is a place, not to sound like a crazy creep, but uh, the Ritz is a place where you can kind of go and just have an amazing time. It's an amazing live music venue. You can just show up, uh, you know, to kind of take on all comers situation, like the Ellis Island of, um, of you know, of dive bars, which is amazing. So I was having a shot and a beer to myself, watching uh, the game on television and things like that. And uh, and Jeremy rolls in and he has the, the proof of this book, uh, Vineyard Noir, which I had not known that, uh, you know, what it was at the, at the time. So he puts the book on the table and he's talking to friends of his and I see the book kind of come across my, my kind of crosses my gaze. And I was like, Hey man, what is that? And he's like, Oh, I'm a photographer. This is my book, blah, blah, blah. So I picked the book up. I think it's only like 25 or 30 pages, maybe more, maybe 40 pages. Uh, it's mostly photographs, mostly pictures. So I you know, right up my alley. And uh, so I read through this whole book, the explanations of every photo, the captions, things like that. And it's, it's absolutely something that, uh, that took me, by surprise and really just opened up and enlightened me to a side of photography and a side of, I guess, capturing personality that I'd never seen before. You know, uh, he cites one of his uh, one of his great influences is Annie Leibovitz. And I see a lot of that, you know, kind of kind of in, in that work, you know, and it's a lot of black and white, which I guess, hence the name Binyard Noir makes a lot of sense. I mean, not all of it is black and white, but a, a vast majority of it is. And, uh, and, you know, I just saw this and I was like, I got to attach myself to this individual. He's, he's charming. He's talented. Uh, you know, he, he's just really incredible. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not always you get to go to a bar kind of and have a drink and see uh, a crazy piece of art that you think is amazing. So uh, without further ado, this interview is a bit on the shorter side. And uh, he gave us his all. And, and Jeremy's always a terrific guest on the show and a terrific friend of mine. And I'm very fortunate to call him a friend of mine nowadays. But uh, without further ado, uh, the gentleman, the very talented individual, at Jeremy Driesen. Awesome. hey there he is <laughs> how you doing bud give me one sec can you hear me i gotta get you on can you hear me i can hear you, can cool. you hear I, like me? The, I like the quarantine look you got going on right now <laughs> this
1: is this is my unibomber look what do you think <laughs> i think you nailed it <laughs> how's everything going how you been good good things are great now are you on the vineyard full, full time i'm not but i'm on the vineyard now i'm actually three quarters of a mile from where you and i met mm. We'll get into the ritz.
0: Don't you worry. That's we'll get into that. All right. that's an right. ecosystem in itself. Absolutely. <laughs> now we're gonna get right into. We're gonna talk about kind of your started photography a bit. Um, and kind of walk through the book and everything. So let's get right to it. Um, how how did you first discover photography? Why was it something you wanted to pursue? You know, kind of seriously, professionally.
1: God, I, I, it really goes way back. I started shooting when I was a little kid with a, a Kodak Instamatic, which was sort of the iPhone of its day and got serious when I was like 13 or 14, my father handed me down a film camera, a, a Minolta SLR film camera, and, and I, I just fell off a cliff. It, it was, I, fell, <laughs> I, 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 I always say to people, you know, if you're thinking about, you're thinking about taking up photography, you might want to take up heroin instead because it, it's, it's cheaper and it's less addictive, and, you know? Yeah, so I, I fell really hard and I just, I, I worked in dark rooms a lot then, we had a dark room in our house, And uh, it's just always been that way. I've had a, you know, a camera's been a great companion as I've gone through life. And and I've been doing this
0: for longer than I'd care to admit at this point. (laughs) Well, now, another quick question. So uh, you can go and kind of run into it. What makes an amazing photo? Is now there's always, is it more the aesthetic aspect of it or is it more of the authentic aspect of the photo? I I
1: think, you know, I think different photographers would answer that differently. Yeah, I'm usually shooting people. I'm trying to catch something about them. I'm trying to catch a moment. I'm generally shooting, uh, you know, unpredictable situations like people dancing in a club or a band on stage or, you know, shooting a rock festival or something. And just, so it's, it's it, for me, it's, it's the moment captured. It's, it's that, you know, I caught them in between those two expressions. I caught them in a way that they never saw themselves before. And and those, and, and, you know, something evocative when I look at the photo and I, I don't really know how to explain it, but i, I, I it 's like what the supreme justice the Supreme Court Justice said about pornography i don 't know how to define it, but I know it when I see it
0: <laughs> that 's kind of
1: how I feel about it
0: that 's fair that's fair Now you work a lot with, <laughs> you work a lot with black and white what 's the inspiration there actually it,
1: when I first started shooting, it was the only way I could afford to do it. I would buy my own film and roll my own little cartridges and i would I wanted to work in a dark room and and you know and the cuz that was the only way i could afford to do it i couldn't afford to buy color film yeah. send it to a lab and have yeah. print it printed i mean this is you know pre digital so i i shot black and white and worked in and so i could work in a dark room and process my own film cuz i could afford it it was the only yeah. way i could afford to shoot but it sort of became it was an economic necessity but it came became my aesthetic and i've kind of come back to it in the last I don't know, five or so years after shooting color for a while, but I just like black and white better.
0: It's hipper. Yeah, I agree with that. It does have this cool, trendy vibe to it. And it really makes any photo seem very theatric. You know, it's super cool. Yeah. I, it does something for me. I, you know, it just does. Okay. Now uh, I know it's tough picking your favorite children. What's the favorite photo you've ever shot?
1: Wow. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know if I have an
1: answer to that. I can tell you that the best selling photo I've ever shot was two guys in Buenos Aires dancing a tango together. Is it up here anywhere? No. But I, I uh, uh, but that, that was like, that's been my, my biggest seller. People just sort of, it has a certain sensuousness and, and passion to it. And it was two beautiful men who were teaching dance and on a break, they started dancing together. And it, it was just great. It was just this cool, a moment captured.
0: Very uh, in fact, I'd like to
1: track them down someday if I ever go back to Argentina and say, dudes, I got this great <laughs> photo of you, here. Take
0: it. Now, who's your favorite person you've ever photographed?
1: Uh, wow, I don't know. Uh, I never think about it. I photographed Trevor Noah. I'm a huge fan of his. I photographed Annie Leibovitz last year, the photographer. Oh, she's incredibly talented, yeah. Right, and she's a photographer that, that has inspired me a great deal because I, I do. I am really into portraiture. So I, I actually got to photograph her. I was covering a conference for Vogue magazine you know, with Anna Wintour and those guys, and she was a guest. So it was really cool to me to be photographing Annie Leibovitz, because, you know, she's a heavy cat in my world. You know, she's, she's one of the biggest. Yeah, she's a goddess, and I was like, you know, there was this kind of weird out-of-body experience, like, wait, I'm photographing the photographer that I've, you know, admired for so long. <laughs> yeah. on finally, finally the same playing field, you know. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I like I like what I got of her too. I,
0: I I never got to show it to her. I'd love to sh- I'd love to see if she liked it, but for sure. Now, Vineyard Noir is the book. I have my copy right here. It's amazing. Um, tell us what's the inspiration behind this. Well, I you know I, I think it's
1: I, I've been coming to the vineyard forever, and and uh, you know when you vineyard photography and uh, there are great vineyard photographers here, and, the, and it tends to be the beauty shots the beautiful color sunsets and lighthouses and, and boats and water. And it's, it's fantastic. And, I, and I've done some of that stuff. I'm not great at it, but I, 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 I've stuck my finger in there. But I, I really like, like to shoot at night. I like shooting when there's no light. I, I shoot in bars and, and uh, I kind of do this. And I, I suddenly realized I, I, I had a pretty large portfolio of a different side of the vineyard, different, just different from what people tend to shoot. You know, no big deal. But I thought people might dig seeing this other view instead of, you know, check out this beautiful lighthouse. Uh, and I'm not being disrespectful to
0: that kind of photography. <laughs> of course. I love
1: that stuff. I do it sometimes. But...
0: You like the dirty, grungy stuff, though. You know? Yeah, I like
1: edge, man. I, I like yeah. weird. I like, I like, you know, I like people just not knowing I'm there and doing stupid shit. And then I get to photograph them. Yeah. So, you know, I realized I had enough to put together a book and I just thought it would be kind of a cool thing to do. So I, I went and did it. Did you mention that it's on Amazon? Did, did you guys? Not yet. No, not yet. Oh, you know my I, on Amazon, I so, Yeah. I'll, I'll,
0: at the end, I'll, I'll give you the huge plug. But yeah, Amazon. Fine. It's amazing. Uh, it's one of my favorite books for sure. So definitely oh, please go very check good. it out if you have it. Of course. Of course. Thank um, you. Now, I met you in a place called The Ritz, which yes. is not super familiar. To people, if you're not on the island, uh, this gentleman walks in, I'm sitting at a table by the window, he puts these two books out and says, I got these proofs talking to some other friends. And I was like, you want to? I get to look at that. And that's kind of, I fell in love with it immediately. Now, how has the Ritz played a role? You have a lot of photos of the Ritz uh, in the book. And, uh, you know, it's this great dive bar, live music venue, just, you know, shot in a beer kind of place. What role did the Ritz play in rolling out this book? Well, you know, the
1: Ritz and I go back a long way. I'm also a drummer. I, I was a, that was actually how I made my living for a long time. Likewise. Played, we talked about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, you know, I honestly don't remember. It I'm was just, so long ago. Yeah. I, I got oatmeal for brains, so it's no offense or anything. <laughs> but, uh, so I've played the Ritz a lot and, and it, it, over time, it's, it's become my favorite bar on the planet. It's what, it's what a live music dive bar should be. It's great musicians, great hang. I know the staff, I know the owner, because I, because I, I, I freaking live there. And they've made me kind of the, you know, the house photographer. I've got a lot of my stuff on the walls. And I just love the place. And I really love that there's something very authentic and, and very compelling photographically about it. And, and uh, the manager there gave me the nicest compliment anyone's ever given me about my photography. She said, Jeremy, your photographs of all of us, you really get us. You really get this place. That's very and flattering. I, that meant the world to me. So I really have this very strong relationship. And actually, the, the owner bought a bunch of copies of the book. It was his big uh, holiday gift last year. And uh, I saw him the other day. I actually went in there the other day with the owner, and we, we restaged a bunch of photos I'd shot in there. There's, I have some of them on Instagram, but without the people in them.
0: Oh, same, that's Same cool. lenses,
1: same exposure settings, same everything, but without the people. If you go to my Instagram, I, you'll see there are a few pairs of photos where I, I put some up there.
0: Yeah, it's Instagram uh, Jeremy Driesen Photography. So it's uh, J E R E M Y D R I E S E N Photography. If you guys want to check it out? It's awesome. I suggest everyone give them a follow, give them a like. It's amazing.
1: I could use some follows, man. You
0: know, there you go. Ahead. We're trying to help. So. I'm trying to take down
1: the internet. I'm trying to break the thing. You know, it's, I it's like tough. that. Hey, I'll
0: join you. <laughs> now, I know you're not in the Vineyard full time, but uh, with the Ritz aside, what are your three favorite places on the Vineyard?
1: Wow, uh, Lucy Vincent Beach. Okay, uh, I might say vineyard arts gallery because they, they, they show my work they they, they represent me here. So that they the that in, in right? it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love the little taco joint in Edgar Town. Uh,
0: taco. I think it's just yeah, this, taco is it backyard talk is it, taco? it used to be ba- Yeah, yeah, I guess there's a funny story. I was there l- last year. I guess they had some copyright situation. So the owners of backyard taco in Arizona, Called back our taco in Edgartown and said they have to change the name. So the one in Edgartown changed their name to Just Taco now. Just and one the more one taco.
1: In, and the one in Oak Bluffs, up the street from the Ritz, is now Dos Moss, and I think it's the same guys.
0: Oh, okay. I love those tacos. The one, they're they're both phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Now, now by the way, just so you know, the Ritz is three quarters of a mile that way. It's a <laughs> okay, ten minute okay. walk. I just want you to know that.
0: Okay. Please continue. <laughs> now, um. If my eyes don't deceive me, you were able to meet Barack Obama. Yeah. Um, wait a minute. Uh, you see that? No, okay. That... There we go. <laughs> not... Tell me about that. I've got experience. it hanging. <laughs> Tell me <laughs> about that experience. Spare no detail. Uh,
1: uh, we got uh, we got a, an inquiry. Uh, me and a friend uh, from one of Barack one of Obama's uh, staff. Uh, who had a boyfriend who was trying to break into the music business. And we arranged for him to get on a couple of gigs while he was up at the vineyard. And they do a thing. uh, The Obamas did a really, really cool thing where at the end of their vacation, they have this thing where they invite everybody who touched the first family in any way, help them out in any way, get to come out and just say hello and get a photo with the president. And, And I'm talking, you know, the house cleaners the plumber the the electrician you know the guys that picked up the trash i mean and and idiots like me who just threw a fluke you know I, me and a friend uh, gave them a hand that way and so this staffer was very grateful that we gave her boyfriend a hand and she arranged for us to be part of that you know the obama's thank every freaking buddy on the island day <laughs> so i got to go out and, and and you know have a have a moment with him and and get a picture and and he was very nice. He's really skinny too. I had my arm around him. The guy weighs like ninety-eight pounds. I mean, there's nothing there. Did he drop any good any good one-liners to you? No, I just said, I just said, you know, how's business? And he said, it's it's good. How's it for you? I said, it's been good with you so far. So, you know, and, and it was kind of like that. That it's was like business is great. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's I I I, you know, I like the guy. I, I admire him a lot. I miss
0: him. Yeah, likewise. He's an incredibly talented individual, for sure. Yeah. he's uh, one for the one for the ages. Wait, how
1: do you know about this? The me you and know, the Obama thing.
0: I do my homework. Sure. <laughs> um, but in any case, uh, four questions. Um, we do this quarantine questionnaire. Four questions: How you're dealing with quarantine? Uh, what's your food or, food or drink you've been uh, chowing down on the most? Uh, I've been drinking a lot of Woodford
1: Reserve. I, I like bourbon. If okay. We- we're cooking most nights, but a lot of nights like tonight we, get, we do, do take out from the Thai place. Okay. Uh, I eat a lot of fruit and that kind of stuff because I'm trying to stay healthy with this you know somewhat more sedentary lifestyle.
0: Always great sitting down with Jeremy Driesen. you can check out his work on jeremydriesen.com, and you can check out the book Vineyard Noir available on Amazon. If you want to follow me along on Instagram and Twitter, it's at the Adam Lopez. And if you don't mind, download, rate, and subscribe. Thanks, guys.